What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Zach Attacks. This podcast is sponsored by Twisted Irons Craft Brewing Company, located on Ruther Drive in Newark, Delaware. Normally, I'm sitting down with a beer. I am not sitting down with a beer today. I am trying to just get this out as quick as possible because we have so many more developments in the news regarding when we were Young Fest, and I just want to get in and talk about all of the things that we've learned in the last week about this festival. Now, I want to start by saying that I signed up for the waitlist for this festival, thinking that there was no chance of being able to get in. And my reasoning for that is I've looked up the capacity for the Vegas Festival Grounds, and it's 85,000 people. Now, as of right now, we have three dates for the festival. Since the last time that we talked about this, we have two more dates added. They added in a date the day after the festival was originally supposed to be happening. While tickets were on sale, I was on the Front Gate website for hours on end, waiting to try and get in. It seems like everybody was, and I didn't hear about a single person getting in to be able to get their tickets. Now, I personally... Didn't have any plans on signing up for the waitlist. When I saw that the two days sold out, I was no longer interested. It seemed like this was just going to be one of those heavily botted festivals where everybody was going to be reselling the tickets. So I thought I was kind of out. And a couple days ago, they announced a whole new date for the festival, which would be October 29th. And what happened was, after the 29th date was announced, I got an email saying that I was selected from the waitlist. And I got a ticket. Now, I don't know if I'm excited about it or not. I don't know if I'm excited that I got a ticket because not a single person that I know also got a ticket to this festival. Nobody else was lucky enough to get through. I know plenty of people that waited. I know plenty of people who have now signed up for the wait list. But I haven't heard about anybody else getting through except for other people on social media. Since getting through, I've kind of been thinking about what do I want to do with this ticket? Do I want to sell it? Am I trying to actually figure out a way to go to this? And honestly, I'm still not too sure. In fact, when I signed up for the waitlist, I picked the international will call option for my ticket, considering there was already $100 worth of fees added on. So I just got a regular general admission ticket, which online said was going to cost $224. Now with the fees and everything, my ticket cost me $339. Ouch. Definitely was not expecting that to just randomly come out of my bank account. But hey, I guess I got what I was asking for. So we'll see what happens going forward. Now, because I have that international will call as my option, now I'm trying to get the ticket sent to me. So if I want to sell it, I have a physical ticket. It says that they're going to be shipping through USPS. There was a $7 option to get the ticket. Now I'm dealing with Frontgate, who Frontgate, you know, if you go on their site, all right, you can obviously see that they were involved in Astroworld. But I don't think that that's the main festival we need to look at and go, hey, they were involved with this. In fact, through my research of being obsessed after I got my ticket, I started to look at the Lovers and Friends Festival, which is going to be happening in May of 2022. Now, the tickets went on sale in August, and it looks exactly like when we were Young Fest. The lineup is over the top. It's got everybody involved, and some of these artists were saying that they weren't a part of it. Same kind of deal of what we're getting with when we were Young Fest. Although, I do have to say that as time has gone by, literally every artist 
on the When We Were Young Fest lineup has come out and said, we are excited to play this. This has been in the works for a while, and it is going to happen. For example, The Used. Obviously, I trust The Used, but it's not even only The Used. It's My Chemical Romance, Paramore, Avril Lavigne, A Day to Remember talked about it on a podcast. All of these bands are coming out and saying that this festival is legitimate. Now, I kind of started to look at other festival lineups and how many bands they have playing per day. I mean, and it's typically around 50. With the right stage setup, this could happen. It could be legit. I mean, obviously, turnover times are going to be really quick. Obviously, not everybody's going to get to see all the bands that they want. But it seems like it could be going forward legitimately, which is what everybody's main question was. I don't think that this is on the same level as Firefest because, well, the bands seem like they're going to show up. Nobody's going to be stranded on an island, for one, and nobody's going to be forced to eat any shitty food. You're in Las Vegas, you could leave the venue, get some other food, you know, it's not, you're not stranded on an island. These bands are clearly aware that this is happening. It's a different situation than Firefest. However, I do think that we need to look at this Lovers and Friends lineup that features Usher, Lil Jon, uh, Ludacris, we have TLC, Nelly. Literally, the whole lineup is stacked. The same way that you could go to the bottom of When We Were Young Fest and go, damn, those bands are just as awesome as the ones on top. It's the same way with, you know, 2000s hip-hop for this Lovers and Friends lineup. The whole thing is stacked all the way through. When people tried to buy their tickets in August, they had issues the same way they had problems buying tickets for this festival. And what did they do? They added a second date the same way that they did for this one. And if you go on the page for the Lovers and Friends Festival, it's located at the exact same place. It's going to be at the Vegas Festival Grounds. And also, there's two dates. They didn't add a third like they did for when we were Young Fest. But it's pretty damn similar. The poster even looks the same. Clearly, they're being put on by the same people. Clearly, they're both trying to grab at people from the same age demographic to get them to come out here. And this festival, like I said, is happening in May. So I think we're going to have a good idea of whether or not When We Were Young Festival is going to be able to work out based on whether or not this festival goes well. Two days, they're going to have to have the same flip time between the bands, between the artists, but it's happening earlier. It's a completely different crowd, completely different demographic. So I would say if this goes well, then When We Were Young Fest is going to most likely go well. If it goes badly, you see where I'm going with this. But it's happening earlier. So we're going to have kind of a gauge from the company. We're going to have a gauge from front gate ticketing. We're going to have a gauge from whether or not they're able to do the turnovers between the artists. There's a lot of stuff that we're going to be able to learn from this festival. Now, one of my biggest concerns at this point is not only the fact that now I got to deal with fucking front gate because I decided to pick this international will call, which I'm sure they'd let me get my ticket at will call, but I want to have this thing beforehand so I could ditch it if things start to look a little crazy. Now, by that same standard, now I got to deal with these people. I got to figure out how to get them to be able to make it so that my ticket is sent to me, and who even knows when these tickets are going to be sent out. We're going to have a hard-ass time trying to sell these if they're coming to us in October, and who knows whether or not things are going to go well with, with the Lovers and Friends Fest. If things don't go well, I have a feeling that these tickets are going to be very hard to get rid of, so it should be interesting. 
Um, I would love to go if it was a possibility, but like I said, I don't know anybody that has a ticket. We, this is kind of an interesting situation. I mean, at 85,000 tickets per date, even with three, we're looking at a pretty slim number when you talk about how many people in the United States and beyond want to go to this concert. It just seems like there are still so many uncertainties and there's so much time before this thing is even going to take place. And my date is October 29th, so the third date, the one that tickets are going to go on sale for this Monday. That's what I have tickets to now. And people are still going to probably be sitting there for hours trying to get their tickets for this Monday show. They'll probably waitlist more people again. Those people will probably randomly randomly be selected to get tickets because it does seem now well clearly from me getting the tickets it does seem like the wait list is legit even though I didn't even think it would be considering they sold out of tickets I figured it would be people forfeiting their tickets and since the tickets are non-refundable I thought that really wasn't very likely to happen but here we are and like I said in my my part one podcast for this festival I do have a Spotify playlist that I've made for When We Were Young Festival that features every single band. I mean, that was fun to make. I don't know if it's going to even be as fun to be at the festival, but I do know that it was fun to be able to make a playlist for this. And also, you could follow me on Instagram at Zach Attacks Podcast, and you'll be able to keep up with all of my information, all of the new podcasts that I'm putting out. Thank you for listening. I know that this is a short one. I just wanted to be able to get out all the information that I had since the past week on this festival, since things are just changing so rapidly. And that is all I have for you today. Thank you for listening. This has been another episode of Zack Attacks. I have some awesome interviews coming up, which should be my next couple episodes. But, you know, weird shit like this keeps happening, so I got to keep throwing out these episodes too.